1: I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. We talking about Twitter.
4: Think of how stupid the average
1: person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Oh, I, I oh.
4: We mock ourselves.
2: Listen, I trust Mike T wholeheartedly, man.
3: I hope all Steelers fans just heard that from beginning to end and understand what a treasure, how lucky you are. You're so lucky. You have no idea how lucky you are. So lucky. So lucky. So, so lucky. You know, Steelers fans, the pursuit of a positive experience is in itself A negative experience, Mm. you know, like you think of these heart attack wins, everything you go through for this positive experience in itself is a negative experience. It's the acceptance of a negative experience that in itself is a positive experience. Okay, I... I can agree
2: with that. I just worry that we're encouraging these people to be even more negative somehow.
3: People are so fixated on pursuing positive experiences that they make themselves miserable. Mm. No playoff wins in seven seasons. Mediocre Mike. Constantly reinforcing and reminding themselves of what they don't have. It's the acceptance that life is pain, that this is difficult. Don't resist it. It will be okay. This is what Jin's talking about. (laughs) It's the conversation about the Steelers conversation. We've got an awesome show, Mm -hmm. including what... You know, I I don't want to talk about Ken and Ben. It seems like everyone's been over that. But there's Mm -hmm. the one thing that everyone is overlooking. Everyone Mm -hmm. wants to talk about... uh, you Know the headline, but the one thing that everyone's overlooking, we'll bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, we also got Alfonso Graham mm-hmm. uh, zooming in, the uh, the tryout who got who left rookie tryout with the contract, the one guy that did it, uh... more from Morgan State. They end up signing a second dude after the fact, Good. but Good. that weekend, mm-hmm. Morgan State running back alfonso right. graham baltimore native i don't oh. you know so could this be you know a uh a type like americans or homeland type experience where they've, oh, they've saboteur this you know they finally the got their running back mm-hmm, yeah i don't think so but we'll find out mm-hmm. and also the debut of a new what jean's talking about game show how hot is the hot seat we're talking hot seats before anyone else. <laughs> Everyone else wants to talk OTAs? And football? <laughs>
2: Not here. Hot
3: seats. <laughs> I'm Kyle Kreis by the way. Mm-hmm. Joining me is Greg Benevent. Hello. Let's get to the takes. Because it's... Uh, it's officially, is, I guess it's now, is it, is it officially? It's officially year two. Oh, yeah. For Kenny.
4: Oh, my God. They killed Kenny.
3: Groomed, groomed Kenny. Kenny. Oh, I missed
2: it. <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to say groomed you Kenny. Got, you got time. I mean, I think we we'll are be using that a few times. I think you'll get time to catch up to that.
3: They groomed Kenny. Mm-hmm. All right. Where's the, oh, I'm missing the tweet button. Here it is. <laughs> At... 15 Minutes Online, Ray Eckenrode. You may have noticed there's quite a large gap between the way the many Steelers fans and fan sites view the team's offense and how the national media views it. The former is based on assumptions about things with no basis yet in reality. How the new offensive lineman will gel, how Kenny will develop, how the draft class will play... Whereas the latter is based on past performance, I hope the op- optimism of the former is justified. But when it comes to football, maxims, past performance equals future behavior is almost unbeaten. I've never heard that one actually.
2: I, I haven't either. But man, what what a shame that Twitter has become. People just writing full blogs on it.
3: Oh, right. This is uh, is this the this is the Faulkner of Twitter right, here? Exactly. Sheesh. I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, uh, that could have been seven up in 150 characters, sir.
3: Are we? We, but we. He, the point might be that uh, Pittsburgh is so excited about this team, they're ready to put them in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Uh, whereas maybe it's not justified yet. <laughs> well, it's. I don't know if it's
2: justified yet, but I mean that is quite a five minute swing we've had from life is pain to hey, you people are wrong because you're too excited. It, um, but by that <laughs> same token, it, uh, I mean, it's OK. I, I, his, his point is valid about past performance equals future behavior. OK, uh, Isaac uh, Subilo's past performance is pretty good. Uh, so is uh, Nate Irving. So is Patrick Peterson's. It, uh, I mean, it, 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 sure, that that this team, yeah, a lot of things have to gel and to come together. Uh, just about every single team is that way. And the ones that aren't hoping that something will come together are the teams that are hoping something that has succeeded
3: isn't going to fall apart. Can we set some uh some standards? Should we set some goalposts? Uh, at the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi Fantastic Steelers insiders, Ray Fittipaldo, says on 93.7 The Fan that the Steelers would accept the following stat line from Kenny Pickett in 2023. 2,900 yards, 19 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Is that the May
2: standard? I mean, I, I, I don't know why we're putting statistical standards in May in there, but I, mean, but I look at that stat line and I think to myself, boy, I bet if that's what happens, Kenny didn't lose them a game. He might not have had the game winning drive to go down and win too many of them. But I mean, there wasn't that there's no Miami Dolphins game in that stat line. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless unless it was a really bad game. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, exactly. And then the rest of the season was just awesome. Like it was, you know, he was he, he threw for yeah a whole bunch of yards each game. Maybe only one touchdown, but Najee ran wild. But there was one game with just five picks, nothing going right. I mean, it, that's uh,
3: basically one point one touchdowns a game. Like you know, yes. so mm-hmm. uh, is, that seems that seems even lethargic by the more moderate modest uh, assumptions.
2: Yes, and I I it hits me that even looking at this. It, it, I I don't know about, I look at that stat line. The second thing that occurs to me is, man, how many games did Kenny play? I don't know if you played all 17 oh. with that, you know, because I mean, well, Mitch is going to get in. I mean, just everyone's starters going to miss a game. I mean, in a 17 game season, as asinine as that is, your your starter's not going to play every game. So it, um, But yeah, I mean, I can look at that stat line. That's If that's a stat line, they're probably going to the playoffs.
3: With that stat line? Well, probably. You, you might have some doubters. Uh-oh. At Armstrong Jago, Jago mm-hmm. Armstrong. Mm-hmm. No, that means we had a bad season. That stat line is a 9-8 and eight record at best Pickett needs to be in the mid to high 20s in touchdowns or above 3,500 yards for the Steelers to be a playoff team is there a is there a Mendoza line for for stats relative to playoffs I mean there probably is at this point or something
2: you can go back enough years and recent years to look at and come up with something close but I have no desire to do anywhere near the amount of uh, research it would take to find that much less believe in it I mean, it, 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 you know, that, that this is one of those real, especially for a team that seems to be leaning so much into the idea of, as we've talked about here, Kenny-proofing the team, Canada-proofing the team, of building up this running game so that, hey, if Kenny isn't ready to be Joe Burrow or even Joe Burrow of year two of Joe Burrow, that maybe this team can still
3: be very competitive regardless. Um, I'm not, I'm trying, I don't think I'm putting any kind of expectation right. stat-wise, you mm-hmm. know? I, I mean, I, I just, I could see it both ways. You know, I could see... Uh, a situation where, yeah, we just were running down the throats and then then the conversation's going to be like, man, Pickett can't, you know, if you only limit him to less than 20 throws a game. You're not going to develop him. I could see that conversation <laughs> happening. Yes, Or I could see the opposite where, uh, you know, we're, we're down in the fourth and we got to rely on, a, you know, the pass heavy come from behind. And I could see where the stats might skew, in kenny's favor but not in necessarily in those game situations
2: oh yeah or it's easy to see where an, an, another view and i think this kind of sort of the, maybe the middle ground between the two of what you're talking about is a season of like the games against the ravens raiders and browns where it's you know maybe they don't blow the guys out maybe they stay close maybe they're down a bit at the end maybe it's tied and then it comes down to a drive or two in the fourth to uh, wrap it up
3: It's my quarterback. It's my quarterback now. To now, now he is right now. We are with him. Um. So, all right, let's talk. We'll talk a little bit about Kenny on Ben's podcast. This is the
2: first time I'd ever watched Ben's podcast, so I'm glad we're bringing it up. Oh, okay. So, yeah,
3: I mean, you mm -hmm. know, he doesn't. He doesn't really. uh, I mean, clean up the place much? No, uh, no,
2: no, 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 no. (laughs) It's, It's 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 very
3: much like Ben's involvement with this is Ben is coming downstairs to do it. But, he, you know, Ben, he's, he's a hard-hitter reporter better than some of these insiders. <laughs> he did get the question on my mind. He got Kenny to admit that that wasn't a great chug at the Luke Combs concert, mm. and he wasn't really prepared for how fast that was going to happen, and... Um, you know, maybe he still has some things to learn from Mitch.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and that and I, I enjoyed that conversation uh, on multiple levels, not the least of which is none of those country music names meant anything to me. So I just enjoyed the way they were coming out and these guys were great and they seemed very into it. I enjoyed that from a purely objective level.
3: Um, you know, I, I, he's not the star of the Jersey Shore that I thought I thought, oh man, this guy's probably the biggest name out of Jersey since the situation. He has not met any of the Jersey Shore cast yet. I know he's a little bit younger than those guys, but I met—I've met five of them. I've got wow. so I've got that on Kenny. Kenny, you need me to uh, get you in the connect there. You know, I can, uh, you know, get you in touch with uh, Vinny. Is uh, that know. all of them? How no, many? No, there's others? well, there's you know, there's six original cast members. Okay. Angelina, I did, I did not know that she's okay. back on now. So wow. you know, between six and seven, who you want to call an OG? I stick to you know. I, well, whatever.
2: No, we'll, but I mean, but clearly you're a man that knows. I had no idea. That, that's quite a number, Kyle.
3: Um, this is the big takeaway mm-hmm. that people aren't talking about or just maybe glossing over. You know, he was recruited to Pitt by mm-hmm. Matt Canada, right? Mm-hmm. And so then Matt Canada left for LSU, and Ben asked him, uh, "So did you consider not coming to Pitt when you heard Canada left?" And he said, "Yeah, he was. He thought maybe UNC." Mm-hmm. So there, you know, there is a relationship. That everyone wants Canada gone, and you know that'd be like saying, like, "Hey, you want this guy's bud?" You know, this is guy. There's a reason why there's a Canada and Kenny connection, and that these relationships that people build over the years and time has stronger bonds than just. Uh, stats on a sheet.
2: Oh yeah, I mean there's that, well I mean I know they show, uh, posted it a lot last year, you don't see it as much anymore, but that fabulously dorky picture of Kenny senior year of high school with Canada in either his basement or his family's den where he's wearing the pit shirt and Kenny looks like a real nerd. I mean it's pretty great <laughs> if you've never seen this picture, but um, but they're shaking hands and they're both very happy to be there. I mean it's, you know, yeah it, it it's one thing I've appreciated both in football and in life as I get older is about these, like you said, these relationships really do mean something
1: i laugh at that
3: um not the relationship part the, <laughs> but the, the part <laughs> about good. canada's basement that got i was thinking uh-oh is that the next netflix doc <laughs> by the way his favorite food is still a buffalo quesadilla it's only been a year but i you know you know you can't uh you can't take and the... that
2: chef guy tried like he really gave it a good uh at uh, uh, a college chance there with the uh quesadillas at um um
3: mm-hmm. At S Curtain 322, Steel Curtain, what will it take for Steeler fans to finally see that Ben's ego was a massive problem for years? The 05 team holds players only meetings to address his ego from the 04 season. Bruce Arenas has called it out. He's been called a terrible leader by many former players. Nah, we blame others. You know, the narrative well, some, some a few, the Ben haters were using this as a chance to go uh, to hate Ben more. Mm-hmm. But. I will I'll address the you know Bruce Arians has called it out I I've, I've been reading the BA book and he talks about how the players only meeting was because Ben wasn't doing thing he you know he wasn't like signing autographs mm-hmm. he wasn't uh, you know, meeting with fans and stuff. So the players only meeting a pair. You know, he's ba says Joey Porter yeah. told Ben like, "Hey, you got to be the man if you you want to be the man here." Mm-hmm. You know,
2: absolutely. It, um, I mean, a couple things. One, uh, you know, uh, it, you're star quarterback has to have something of an ego i mean that's if he doesn't things have gone awry it um i mean i don't know if whatever issues you may have had with ben you may have just noticed them now because of a podcast more than a year after he's retired it um but yeah I mean, I mean the one thing we do know now looking back on ben's career is that at some point there was some kind of massive shift in his behavior where he went to, you know, I don't know if it's. I mean, it's certainly a born again religious aspect. I don't know. I certainly don't want to speak to any of that. But somewhere along the way, there was a shift. Yeah, B A. Yeah, addresses that too. Yeah, he okay. Says, I, that's sort of where I was try- hoping to set you up for. I imagine B A. mentions that at some point.
3: I mean, you know, we could get into the B A. book. I, 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 uh, I, I we don't have to. The, you it? know, the quarterback whisper. He does take. He's not afraid to pat himself on the back. I guess yeah. any of these competitors are, but... Um, and that might be
2: something that the two of them maybe had in common. Maybe that's sort of they found that in each other,
3: too. Um, you know, uh, I did you know this? I learned this from the BA book that Ben's mother passed away when he was young. I did not know that. I'd read
2: the thing about the family twip, trip trip family family trip to Switzerland after winning Super Bowl XL. I didn't know that about his mother.
3: Yeah, well when he was only eight and mm. his stepmother is uh raised him since then. Okay. I, that's very, I did not know that. Uh, yeah, it made me really kind of put a diff- little bit different perspective on some of that Certainly. stuff. Certainly. Um you know, maybe you know i don't want to talk about ben's podcast because no. mason made the pod appear now was like instead of uh you know tracking down all the insider hot takes now i'm just listening to Steeler podcasts all day <laughs> but mason Who went you miss twitter <laughs> yeah well twitter's so garbage now so um okay so mason went on some podcast i don't even know
2: <laughs> i don't either i saw you saw something i had no idea what it was
3: uh, and this is why I want Mason on this podcast. He keeps a list of Tomlinisms on his phone. Wow. Which makes me think that... You know, we've heard the stuff on camera, but I bet there is a lot of stuff that isn't heard in the public. Oh yeah,
2: exactly. Right. This yeah, a, a, a more members-only level of uh, Tomlinism. Uh, but why would you keep them on your phone? He loves like, the. He just loves them so okay, much. Okay, you could like quote them later to your partner. I mean, it's 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 just so like people do that in my acting class with a teacher, but like not. It just seems so strange to me.
3: If you want to, yeah. If you want to be a coach, maybe you keep a list of these things. Uh, his favorite is the Newport News. Thing you know where Tomlin is like oh exactly. we we could be here
2: uh, uh, working on the docks in that's Newport News right we could be yeah that was <laughs> and that was Christmas Eve was the last time I remember hearing that and the and and the and the, the, the polar vortex but so yeah.
3: I'm looking for the Glengarry Tomlinisms oh, that's, yeah, that yeah Mason secret has. ones
2: that yeah that may even be blue I mean
3: Mason uh, come on what you talking about if you, oh uh...
2: we'd love to talk to you at uh...
3: okay one more thing on quarterbacks mm-hmm. um, at Triggered wise, Tyler wise, Kenny Pickett, new helmet alert. Looks like Pickett made the transition to the Vickis helmet. That one was made specifically to better protect quarterbacks' heads when they hit the ground compared to the other helmets. <laughs> That's
2: exactly that were, what
3: I thought. <laughs> what were they meant to do? I don't know.
2: They <laughs> just made out of old styrofoam. It, uh, I'm glad you said VICUS. I don't know how it's pronounced, but I saw that acronym and I thought that can't be pronounced vicious. That can't oh, be how they want you to say that, is it? The vicious helmet. The vicious helmet. That's protect- how I would sell it. Uh, if, I mean, uh... I, I get the, the vicious helmet. What does it do? It protects your head. Like, that doesn't, that just seems But hey, it's if it works, uh you know, this seems I mean I was gonna
3: say a no brainer, but in that context, this is almost a pun. Did you have you seen it? It's a little bit it looks bigger? It looks, uh, maybe, unless Kenny's head has gotten bigger, I hope that, uh, I know he's gotten thicker, but I hope he's not on that Balco uh, track or anything. <laughs> I
2: mean, it, you say, it's weird, because I've seen the pictures from the OTAs, and like, okay, there's, and it's like, from the distance, I'm like, I can't tell any difference. But then you see the p- pictures they post of, like, the vicious helmet in and of itself, and it looks totally different. Like, that looks dramatic when you see it in the promo yeah. shots, versus when you see it
3: on Kenny's head at OTAs. It looks a little bit like NBA Jam, when you could put the code, and I think the, helm, the head oh, got a Oh, yeah, the head's got even bigger. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that, yeah. I mean, I just mm-hmm. saw the wrong tweet at an angle, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. It's OTA time. OTA me ASAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple odds and ends. Mm hmm. At Farabaugh FB, Nick Farabaugh, Dan Moore said he completely changed his diet this offseason and gained a ton of muscle. He was 310 last year, now up to near 317 in pure wow. muscle gain. Wow. Told me he wants to shore up his play strength slash anchor. I just want to go out there and maul dudes in the run game. I'm rooting for Dan Moore. Uh, even still, wouldn't it be something if he held off this first round rookie for a minute?
2: I mean, if nothing else, whatever issues people may have with Dan Moore, you can't say anything about the man's effort, how hard he works, what a tough dude he is. I mean, this is again, this is the kind of this is
3: the kind of coworker you want to have, and the kind you want to be. And they seem to know what the deal. They know at least you know Dotson knows what yes. the writing on the wall is, and um. You know, it's just, uh, and it seems like Dan Moore is—he's willing. He's going to at least, you know, fight in the gladiator arena. He's going to, you know, take a swipe at the at the lion or whatever. And that's also how Dan Moore is going to—if he does when—and if he does lose this, he'll be the
2: backup, the swing guy at multiple positions.
3: And then there's some wishful—you know—you see these guys, and they—you know—they look nice, but there's some wishful thinking, I think. (laughs) At Michael Beck, fifty-six. Michael Beck. I would like to see Najee Harris give Barry Foster a run for the Steelers' rushing yards and a season record, sixteen hundred ninety. With the improvements to the offensive line, a commitment to the run game, this might be his best shot. His best shot at uh, seventeen hundred rushing yards for a season. I guess with seventeen games. I mean, there could be things less likely.
2: Yeah, and I just like to say, having been a very young person at that age, and maybe the, there's differences in the actual stats if you were to look at them. But like the sheer amount of times that Steelers team ran the ball would seem like absolutely ridiculous today. Like if he does set this number, like this, Kenny may have that 19 and nine uh, ratio, and the Steelers could be like 14 and three. Like I mean, it's it <laughs> would be they were just so dominant in the running game, and Najee uh, was getting 30. Carries a game and the other team is possessing the ball for like 12 minutes. I mean, it would be some kind of just, I, I'm trying not to say bananas just since that was not Chris Furman's nickname for Barry Foster. But yeah.
3: Yeah. It wouldn't be, it would be, it'd be less of a tribute to Barry Foster and more of a tribute to like a James Brown. Right, right,
2: right. <laughs> Franco Harris. Yeah. Like in terms of how much they're running the ball at, uh, mm-hmm.
3: Well, that's about all I want to see. You know, I'm just watching during OTs. I don't really, I'm not making any judgments <laughs> right, at this right, point. Right,
2: right, right. And, and really, you know, who else isn't making a whole lot of judgments? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, they're just trying to build a foundation here.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's still some uh, con season all all year long. It's con season. Mm-hmm. Um, At Flip Steeler, FS Flip Fisher. Steelers have. 21 million in effective cap space in 2024 (laughs) if it comes down to keeping alex highsmith and cutting Cam Hayward, are you on board with that? Well, if you have 21, you can't you keep them both
2: at that point? I mean, I, I was thinking this guy's engaged to the opposite of what you started the episode with. Here's someone <laughs> pursuing something negative. They're <laughs> worried about what's going to happen after signing next year's draft class. <laughs> I
3: guess. Um, what if we
2: get hit by a meteor? What's that going to do to the salary cap?
3: Well, yeah, yeah. That would probably bring it down. And le- Maybe. But, or, you know, because the YouTube subscriptions wouldn't be there. <laughs> Um mm-hmm. yeah right <laughs> course, what, we're right. we're not I mean, worried about cutting Cam anytime soon right or i mean no we're not i mean they just signed another guy to be the third pass rusher at uh,
2: uh, the other day so it's so yeah that's that's no 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 one's i don't think um and there is you know due to the role of Franco in the Seahawks jersey i think there's a very very strong reticence among all involved to see a team great a very possible hall of famer to wear uh uh, uh you know to be an arizona cardinal again at the end of his career yeah i
3: mean he could have he could there could be a moment this season where he has the steelers sack record yeah exactly exactly
2: for yeah for that brief period of time before watt gets it uh someday but yeah absolutely
3: and i think i mean i think they're both neck and neck they could do it um Mm -hmm. shoot we should be taking a break i guess oh man well Mm -hmm. yeah let's take that break um I wanted to talk about Tomlin on the Rich Eisen show. I don't know. Did you uh, did you get a chance to see that?
2: I did not, but it, I heard a little bit about it. But that's one I, I meant to watch. It's my my podcast watching is was the Ben thing because that was so long. I didn't yeah. make it to uh, Rich this week, but I'd like to. That I'd like to see. That's two people I always liked.
3: Uh, Tomlin does forty minutes of cardio in the morning and twenty minutes in the evening. So oh, okay. that's his uh, that's his regimen, and he's looking trimmer. I think. yeah,
2: exactly. And he doesn't need to have six pack abs out there to coach a team.
3: Um, okay, in the second half, we're gonna get to know undrafted rookie tryout signee Alfonso Graham. Plus, too hot in the hot seat. I don't know, how hot is the. Oh, I forgot the name of my own game. That's coming up in the second
1: half.
3: all right last week 33 Hopefuls came to pittsburgh one walked out with the deal with the bag joining me now on zoom the newest pittsburgh Steeler, alfonso graham welcome to what jin's talking about hey
1: hello thank you for the invite man it's a blessing to be here
3: did you do you have a number yet? Can we will start with that.
1: No, nah, not yet. I rookie mini I wore for 29 but I don't have a number yet.
3: If uh if you had a choice, what uh what, what would be your first choice?
1: Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. anything. Anything, honestly. I'm gonna be real anything.
3: Well, let's be real, man. Coming from Baltimore, no way you were a Steelers fan. Is that right?
1: No, that's right. That's right. I'm definitely a Baltimore, i am definitely definitely was a Baltimore Ravens fan. Who I mean, obviously you
3: watched some uh Raven Steelers games and who were your guys on I guess both who are your who are your Ravens guys coming up?
1: Ray lost Every, uh Jamal Charles was good, Ray Rice, Torrey Smith, Jacoby Jones. Matter of fact, Jacoby Jones was just my coach, actually I'm more than
3: What 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 were the feelings then when you got the invite to come to Pittsburgh? Was it like yeah, obviously excited for the chance, but there had to be something in the back of the head like, man, not not the Steelers.
1: Nah, not really. Because it's like my dream come true, so it doesn't really matter, you know, the grudge that I used to have or anything or how I used to look at it, you know. So nah, it was it was just an amazing feeling and blessing.
3: Uh let's talk about coming into tryout camp. You know, how are you looking at the other guys? Are you is it competitive, like, man, only one of us or maybe only two of us are gonna walk out of here with the deal? Or is it more just like we're in this together to show off what, why we're here?
1: Yeah, you know, I came. Of course, I came on my own plans, but the biggest thing with me was just getting out here to compete, you know, and just learn from other other players and soak up knowledge from them in, in them in them three days that I'm around them. So, you know, I just came in here with my with my own plan was, which was to get signed and just go out there and be me. You
3: know, is it the mentality like? I got to show them what I got, you know, at every, at every moment, or is it more just like, Hey, I, you know, I came here with, you know, kind of like just being myself. Like, I know what I can do. Is it kind of like that mentality?
1: Yeah. it's just one of them one, just knowing what I can do. And it's, you know, just, they gave me a call. So it's like, they must've seen something that they like. So why not come here and just be me and show them what I can do and what I can bring to the table.
3: Who's made an impression? I know it's still early in the process, but, has anyone made an impression on you yet? Uh, like, you know, either maybe a Coach Tomlin, Coach Faulkner?
1: You no, know, yeah. You no, know, all my coaches good. You know, Coach Tomlin is definitely making a big impression on me. You know, just how transparent he is and understanding and, and helping me and, and, and got my back on and off the field, you know, one thing. And Coach Farnham, my, my running back coach, is teaching me the game, you know, just and getting me adapted to being a pro and how to go about being a pro.
3: Like Coach Tomlin, is he larger than life, or is he kind of just like any other guy, you know, in the locker
1: room? Coach Tomlin, that guy, man. I don't <laughs> even know how to explain it. He just that guy. He just, you no know, good, genuine person, you no know, good spirit, good soul, you know, makes you make, make you want to come to work every day for him. So it's just great. It looked like they had some guys come
3: in to talk. I don't know, was Clinton Portis there? Uh, Robert Golden? Did you get a chance to hear from any of them?
1: Yes, 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 yes. They, they came, you know, dropped some great knowledge, you know, for guys that in that situation, you know, just just some good knowledge for the, the rookies to hear and, you know, the, the soak up and to use some of that knowledge to do the right, to do the right things.
3: You know, it's, it's not even football related stuff. Like you're talking like social media, just talking about things off the field. Yes, sir. Let, well, let's talk about some on-field things. We know what you can do with the ball in your hands. What about like special teams, like beyond just returning, you know, be any role in the special teams?
1: Yes. You no. Know, I used to play gunner. You know, I can play gunner. Uh, I can run down on kickoff. I'm not afraid to tackle. You know, I can bring many different things. Like I said, anywhere on special teams, I feel like I can fit and contribute to the team and make a highlight play.
3: You know, if you had your choice, you want to be returning them or, uh, you know, just being out there on the field, you know, as a gunner or something.
1: You know, me, anything, Watson. it don't really matter to me. Any way that can help the team improve and win and go get a Super Bowl, I'm down the door. Like, it don't even really matter. I don't really got no first choice, you know. As a returner, I mean, I would love to be a returner and be able to score touchdowns, but I want my actually blocking for the return even, so it don't, you know, just anything.
3: You said number 29, you know, like the number 29 uh, back in the day, running back number 29, Barry Foster. Is I mean, we're talking the 90s, but I don't know if uh, if you know anything about, you know, his game.
1: Nah, I actually see it in the running back room that I never got to ask my coach about it yet that I'm going to ask. But I see a picture of him in the running back room, so he must be legendary and great.
3: Uh, I guess probably a more modern comparison might be like, Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, that guy had to be on your radar.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Le'Veon Bell, great, great guy. Yes, sir.
3: How about some non-serious stuff? What about the cafeteria? They they feed you well? What what kind of food they got to, in the uh, in the cafeteria?
1: We eat good in the cafeteria. The chef's amazing. The smoothie lady amazing. It's, just, it's great vibes in there, and it's, it's some great food in there, you know. Come hot and ready.
3: <laughs> is it whatever you want, or is it like, all right, it's going to be salmon and chicken and broccoli?
1: Yeah, they have different menus every day. So the other day we had salmon, chicken, you know, just every day they got something different that they, they cook in there
3: for. Last question, what are the goals coming up in the next month? What do you hope that Steelers fans uh, see from you?
1: You know, when the goals in the next month, just be a great teammate, you know, produce for the team, you know, uh, just be myself, man, and just go out there and play football like I've been doing since I was five years old. You know, of course, one of my goals is to uh, make the fifty-three active roster. Doesn't matter what position I'm in, you know, just to to cont- contribute to a Super Bowl. You know, that's 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 one of my biggest goals.
3: We'll be rooting for you. Excited that you're on the on the squad. So, thanks a lot for stopping in, and uh, maybe we'll catch up with you uh, as the season goes.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you,
3: ladies and yinzers. Get ready to turn up the heat and rock the steel city. It's time for How Hot is the Hot Sheet, the grooviest game show where Pittsburgh Steelers' knowledge meets the sizzling pressure of the hot sheet. And now, let's meet our Orpheus host, the maestro of the mic, the master of his own domain, Kyle Christ! Thank you, thank you all my cool cats and kittens. Welcome to How Hot is the Hot Seat? The game show that's hotter than a Coke oven and cooler than an icy light mango. We're about to find out who's got the mojo and res to handle the sizzle and who will be left out in the cold. Let's meet our fiery contestants ready to burn up the competition. First up, we have the Smedium Steelers Superfan from section What section? Number? 107. 107! Mr. Steelers ticket! Mr. Season Tickets! <laughs> Close enough. Greg Beneve! Hello! Oh,
2: yes, thank you. I'm very glad to be here on whatever this is. <laughs> it's
3: it's uh how how hot is the hot seat? How hot is
2: the hot seat, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Next, the former front office insider who loaded up his truck and moved to Beverly, <laughs> August DeRose Joe. Hey, how you
0: doing? How you doing? Thanks for having me, guys. All right. You
3: know the name of the game. Or do you know the name of the game? I do now. You said it a couple times. <laughs> I caught up. How hot is the hot seat? You contestants will go head-to-head trying to guess the temperature of the hot seat (laughs) (laughs) on which Pittsburgh Steelers players and coaches are currently sitting.
2: Ah, okay.
3: It's not just about knowing who's in the frying pan. Mm -hmm. It's about who's feeling the heat. Mm, I like it. You have to rate the intensity of the hot seat from lukewarm to blazing inferno. Okay, okay. Each correct answer will earn you points, Mm. but an incorrect answer will let your opponent, give your opponent the chance to steal. Okay.
2: Ooh. Thus making your own seat hot dirt. <laughs> Is that? It, <laughs> it, yes. It, <laughs> okay. Putting your seat a, on the hot there seat. There you go. Okay. Or making it colder, depending on how you see the matter. It, yes. Well, it's
3: 68 degrees in this studio. I, I, I thought
2: about wearing You're wearing, yeah, August is smart. You guys are wearing long sleeves. I'm the only one.
3: Well, ever. when I leave for work in the morning, it's 730 in the morning. It's mm-hmm. like, it's still 40. Yeah. Well, it's like 52. So
2: it's. <laughs> no, just, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Hey, I do the same thing. We and, might as well
3: be in Pittsburgh with this weather. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. 70s, too, like gloom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh gray out. Yeah. S- smoking Pittsburgh in the 70s. LA 2023, about the same. Okay. Are you ready to feel the heat?
0: I got my sunscreen on. I'm ready to go. A- a- as much as I could be, I think.
3: It... Greg, first up. Uh oh. How hot is the hot seat on Zach Gentry?
2: Uh I'm going to go with I mean I guess I I I I don't think I I don't know if yeah I'll, I'm gonna go with 80 degrees with uh, 212 being uh, you get kicked out. And, uh I don't think they're gonna cut him before the season uh, before the season. I, I think they want to keep him throughout to see what they have with the guy. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah I I, I think they they're proud of what they've done with him. They've resigned him. They were surprised to get Washington, but they're gonna hang on to him. Uh, I'll go with I'll go he lasts the season. Uh, so is that is that an eighty degree? Eighty degree, 80 you know, you kind of feel okay. it when you're
3: sitting there. It's like, oh, ah, yeah. that's kind of. I feel it. It's not. It doesn't bother me. But man, right. I can I feel at, it. Yeah,
2: seeing just how tall Darnell Washington is, I think is worth eighty degrees. So
3: yeah, uh, judges, is Zach Gentry's hot seat eighty degrees?
0: Oh, oh. oh wrong. Okay, <laughs> August. Is it higher <laughs> or lower than eighty degrees? I would say higher mm. higher you, you you don't think he's you, you mean you think i, could get I cut? wouldn't be surprised if he gets cut before the season
3: you know they didn't put him or uh i'm sorry they did include him in the team photo of tight end did you see that but they, they didn't did. include young hayward and i, f- I did notice that now
2: they also included that other guy who had to tweet out look i'm not a small guy these men are just enormous yeah i do who was that was that? A, I, don't <laughs> I don't even know who that guy was but that was a great line yeah,
0: it was great it, uh, yeah, I would say hotter. I think uh, I think Gentry, if he doesn't really wow them in camp, and kind of what Greg said, I don't think if they knew that they were going to get Washington, he wouldn't have got signed anyway, if they would have done it prior to the draft.
3: They wouldn't have signed him at all if they knew they were, okay. All right, well, the... Uh... <laughs> so you're saying higher than 80? Yes, that... higher. Oh, think. no, that's... That was supposed to be the correct sound. I got the wrong buzzer. <laughs> The, You're working it up. You're working it up. 80, eighty-five. Eighty was close. Eighty-five <laughs> oh. degrees okay. Okay. is actually uh, Zach's hot seat, uh, which tough. you know he's a tough enough guy that you could sit through an eighty-five degree hot seat all season. Oh, and, absolutely. You know.
2: I, I've watched that grilling show. Yes, and this is also exactly how I lost on the Price is Right. I just <laughs> missed by. <laughs> that, so.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. uh, August. The board mo- moves to you. Hey, what is the hot seat temperature of Deontay Johnson? <sighs>
0: Well, if you guys remember the last time I was on this show, I'm uh, not the biggest uh, Deontay fan. <laughs> so I would say the hot seat on him. We didn't draft a receiver. Oh, my. I would like to say hi, but I think I'll go a like 70, 75-degree day.
4: Well. Oh, my God. He is so hot.
0: <laughs> That's pretty hot.
3: 75. Actually, 75 is pretty comfortable. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, if you're in a cold place, it feels hot. But if you're in a hot place, it feels cool. Yeah. And if the wind picks up. Yeah, I 70, 75. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. All right, judges. Is uh, is Deontay Johnson's hot seat 75 degrees? No. Uh, oh, oh I, I
2: I was going to agree with him, but I guess I don't get you now since I. uh, (laughs) No, you uh, now you get. No, I can't agree with him since I have to do this. You got to steal. I I guess. I mean, the only thing I could think is 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 even lower. I mean, they like Deontay. I guess the thing is. when you're defining the hot seat, like how hot is it is in terms of like, are you saying if someone's very hot, does that mean they're getting rid of them before the season or they're getting rid of them after the season?
3: How hot can you go? You know, if oh, you've okay. if, you, if you got a two twelve hot seat, you can't sit on that. you got to go, okay. you know? So you have to leave immediately. Okay,
2: I, I I think Deontay's at least playing out this contract if they're not resigning again. They like the guy. They've always liked the guy. And um, I think that, uh, uh, you know, they're going to keep feeding receivers as best they can. But as August put it very well, they didn't bring in another one. Alan uh, Robinson's not here to be the long-term solution, I think they do like Johnson. So I guess by virtue of the buzzer sound I heard, I will have to go lower, uh, just on principle. At uh...
3: is Deontay Johnson lower than seventy-five? Uh, I'll go uh, forty-five. You should have brought a stocking cap. Oh, you're right. The correct answer is forty. Chilling cold. Oh, okay. He's Good. gonna. He's gonna stay on this roster. Uh, you know, Kenny could get could get the bench before DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, According to our... He can't score any less touchdowns. That's all I'm saying. There, there you go.
2: And again, this is also how I lost on The prices Right, because I was just above some of the other things, too.
3: All right, Greg, the board moves to you. <laughs> okay. How hot is the hot seat of Chris Boswell?
2: Hmm. Uh I would have had it as, like, like lower than 40 up until I saw that one just, like, random stray Bob Labriola bullet on Twitter a month or so ago about, like, that they were looking at real competition for him because they were worried about uh, uh, the injuries or something like that. And I know they said that they'd like to keep—somebody said they'd like to keep the camp leg because I guess the dude got, like, a lot of kickoffs in uh, uh, college— but uh, I, I still, they, they had so many kicking issues until Boswell arrived. Between Swisham playing that second half at a Hall of Fame game, I was going to say rest his soul, but the guy's alive. He's just in Mexico. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then Boswell, I, 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 I think they're going to stick till stay till the the wheels fall off here. Perhaps literally, I'm going to have to go. I'll go with, uh, uh, 35, just above. Ah, uh, freezing. The, the seat is not uh, very
3: hot here, in my opinion. Ice cold. Ooh, that's ice cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, is it, judges, is Chris Boswell on a 35-degree hot seat? Now, would that cause frostbite? You can sit on that long-term and without any damage, hey, you're right?
2: are talking to a Pittsburgh audience. Those people have been at 35 a lot, man. They're mm. not getting frostbites.
3: Is Boswell's hot seat 35?
2: Uh, no, ooh.
3: it's no, not. Oh, no. no. <laughs>
0: August is it higher or lower than thirty five? Well, I would have said really low. I didn't even see that tweet that that your Bob tweet you uh, mm-hmm. referenced. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I'm gonna say lower. I'm gonna say it's a it's a twenty degree day for Boswell. I would be surprised if they uh, got rid of him. Like um, Greg said, I mean we had so many problems before he showed up. We I think we'd be crazy to get rid of him before he before. Uh, as Greg quite literally put it, the wheels fall off. Right, <laughs> so
3: cold that it might damage him. You might, you <laughs> might want to, you might want to turn up the heat on the seat a little, yeah, just so it doesn't
0: polar vortex. yeah put some heat packs in those uh, <laughs> those cleats.
3: <laughs>
2: what? How much contract is left? Is he? Is a week? I don't even know. I mean, that, that's how little I care. I don't
0: even know. It's just I like, feel like, like I said, I feel like hard to find. contracts are the least guaranteed contracts out there. So. Uh, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah.
3: Even in the face of some of these new uh, kicking rules that are, you know, might make the might make his job less important. They didn't change
2: it for the field goals. Those rules those, those didn't change a whole lot.
3: Yeah, I think punts are going sacri- to hurt the most. <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, let judges, is it lower than 35? Oh, oh no. Oh, it's actually a very moderate 55-degree okay. hot okay. seat, it's you know? Right. It's like someone could turn up the heat on him at camp, but... Otherwise, you know, it's cool as the – literally as the other side of the pillow.
2: I, I mean, I, I would almost think the only reason it would be 55, and again, I'm glad we're using a scientific thing to measure <laughs> this, is that it would be – it's just that, you know, I, there does seem to be an unfortunate kind of history of injuries here now after a little bit with Boswell. that That's, that's I think – Yeah, when he plays, figure. he's good,
0: but when – when we have someone else out there, it gets shaky.
2: Yeah, and it's just that the is Now it's a few years. It is. At, uh, so and not he's not getting younger. Yeah, not to bring this very much. Was, down. Well, yeah. wasn't
0: I?
3: Wasn't this? I mean, besides the slump season, wasn't last season kind of the second? Uh, that's sort of yeah. That's
2: yeah. What I was saying. Yeah. That, uh, you okay. Know.
3: All right. <laughs> uh, August. The board moves to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. How hot is
0: the hot seat of Kenny Pickett? Mm. Kenny, you might as well be living in the Arctic because that thing is ice cold, my man. You're not going anywhere. I love (laughs) you. I'm going to say two degrees, and that's if uh, Mitch turns into Joe Montana during training camp because he's not losing that seat unless he uh, gets a serious injury, which... uh, we all hope, it does not happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, video I'm video even going to jump cool in front of your little movie. thing. I could only go lower. There's no <laughs> answer. That, that's, that's. I agree with that. I don't even need to see your buzzers <laughs> and your noises. Yeah. I, and, uh, I mean, I guess, I, I, I mean, the only way you're, unless you're defining hot seat is in, like, he's not the starter, but even then, they're going to, they did, they, Tomlin did this last year. I mean, it's, you know, he could have brought in Mitch at multiple times, and uh, he didn't, so it, uh, there is, there is, there is no Arctic uh, uh, pull cold enough.
3: You know, how, but how many turnovers would it take for there to be uh, for you to take out the the cold seat and put in the hot seat? It, you know, you, you can say in, in May there's no hot seat, but what about
0: you know, what about uh, September after maybe a few tor- turnovers? He would have to turn into Zach Wilson last year, I think. Like and it would he have would, to be the we he, he'd have to turn into the reason that we're losing.
2: Yeah, and I I, I I no I agree with what August said, and even piggyback on top of that, I feel it would have to be Zach Wilson on the field and off. Like you'd also have to be like a like something would have to go around lose the locker room a little bit yeah in Kenny's uh, uh, makeup which again we haven't seen and I can say we haven't seen because now Kenny's on every podcast but this one so, yeah <laughs> so we know his personality pretty well next gas spoiler to oh man Kenny's gonna have to play the scam master to explain the buzzers to him but yeah but it, 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 it would, but it would have to be like it's a lot of I know I made the cracker in the first half about like getting struck by a meteor but it would have to be like a meteor strike level things to go wrong for Kenny to for him to take him out uh, due to injury because why wouldn't you pull him in the Buffalo game or the Eagles game or the, the 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 even the Dolphins game after stuff like that I mean it's it, it would take a lot and there'd have to be something we were not privy to for it to uh, for it to occur,
3: isn't that the only thing that can put you in Tomlin's doghouse? Really, is turning is not controlling the ball, turning the ball over?
2: Certainly, and it's. But I mean, again, he did it in the first half of the season. He started last year, and he still kept playing. Like I mean, and thankfully, he turned it around. That uh, by, but
0: you know. And if you want to talk about turnovers, uh, Mitch coming in in that Baltimore game, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get less turnovers if we go to the bench. That's the. Uh, <laughs>
2: that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, Mitch throwing the ball three times to one of two guys on the Baltimore defense. Rogan
0: so, Smith's
3: favorite oh, player man. is Mitch. You mean the Mitch, the guy who beat Tom Brady and the Bengals in the same year, and
2: and and, and the and the Panthers, right? I was going to say and yeah, the Panthers, um, but yeah, I I think that's. Uh, that, that That's real, but it, the, what have you done for me lately kind of thing. And the latest thing, I think, was Roquan picking off another one of those passes.
3: All right, so uh, what? Well, uh, ice cold. I think the verdict was ice cold on Kenny. That's, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, All right. What, what number do you have, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did the
2: judges say? <laughs> yeah.
3: The judges had a uh, very temperate uh, 55, fifty-five degrees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the judges, have been, the judges, have been consuming at national media.
3: <laughs> the judges just uh, they could, they, you know, it's a it's a hypothetical future where. <laughs> There's you know there's turnovers and uh-huh. and I you don't know you mm-hmm. know okay uh, no nah, you know it's not that the judges don't get the play don't there's no money for the judges <laughs> I'm for just curious. Sure, that was just curious. Sure. oh yeah no I'm glad, I'm glad August asked <laughs> okay all right, all right uh, Greg the board goes to uh, you mm-hmm. what is the hot seat of Matt Canada
2: Ooh. Uh, I mean that one uh, uh, I mean what would you say two twelve is scalding <laughs> it um I mean it's like I don't know. I almost wish like what's what I'm trying to figure out, like I was never any good at math. Like what's the, the hot seat equivalent of like uh, uh, the NFL injuries thing for probable. Like if this team does start bad, we mentioned all these players that like they're on the hot seat and all that, but like, Canada goes first before them, before it gets to Kenny, before it gets to Deontay, before it gets to all these other people. Canada is that first line of uh, hotness. So, Uh, oh, yeah,
3: if the if the if the thing's on fire, right? That's
2: that's he's the outer, you know, the shell of your spaceship. It um. So I mean, I guess I'll say one eighty, but I mean, but it but you have to pick a number, but a number that's high enough that it can go down. I mean, as this team wins, as this offense progresses, uh, whether I guess whether or not they win, I mean, that would certainly help. But if the, as the offense improves, that number can go down precipitously.
3: So 120, you said.
2: I think I said like 180, but oh, 180. I can, <laughs> but I can go anywhere in that stretch. Anything over like 120 to 150 to 180. That's you know. I, you know, uh, 120 I, is like. I'm, I'm being like the weatherman with like their deranges. 120
3: at, uh, feels like a, a a hot soup that you still might be able to stomach. You know. Yeah,
2: I mean, you got to wait a minute, like you. But 180, to eat too fast 180 panera. is
3: like ah, this is gonna, this is. We're going Fahrenheit, right?
2: Yeah. Yes. Because otherwise, that's like yeah, that's like melt steel and, then. But yeah. <laughs> It, um, so yeah, so I mean, I guess okay. So we'll go, we'll go a soup you can stomach. I will say that we'll go a soup you can
3: stomach. Ah, mm. a soup you can stomach is actually, I think, the correct answer.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Put down the butters. <laughs> I might have
2: been playing the judges and not the ball on that. Yeah, 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 that yeah. um, that might have been.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, we would also would have accepted um. Two boiling two twelve minus Kenny Pickett whatever oh, okay. you know <laughs> I see. it's like whatever I, I Kenny, didn't know you could
2: put equations into the machine. There's yeah, an so. algebra here. It's okay. like
3: it's like sure it's hot, but whatever Kenny, uh, whatever you know. I think it's dependent on Kenny. It's one of those equations where x equals you know why plus whatever kenny you gotcha. know what kenny if kenny throws i think that's a good point you know if he if he only throws uh what 19 touchdowns and 2900 yards <laughs> right. then it's you're going to be like mad canada what the you know what the heck mm. if he you know if he throws 3,000 yards and two dozen touchdowns, all of a sudden it's like Matt Canada boy wonder.
2: Yeah, but even then, though, I wonder, I mean, not to belabor this point, but to to go back to that 19 and 9 and 2,900 thing, if he does that and the team's still winning, I can see Tomlin looking at this enough and be like, yeah, I'm not messing with this.
3: And we know the relationship that Kenny, uh, Kenny and Canada have. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
0: August, where, what, uh, where, what's, what, where's your thermostat coming in <laughs> on Mad Canada? I'm, I'm glad Greg got it right because I would have said uh, go to the, go to the middle of Mount Vesuvius and that's where I throw that guy. I'm just, <laughs> I couldn't be more sick of watching that offense, and uh, especially after last year, getting to watch like the Chiefs and Eagles in the Super Bowl and you get oh. to watch those offenses, and I'm just jealous the whole time because I'm like, wow, could you imagine us having a coordinator that? Runs it like that, almost like Todd Haley did. Um, not to throw any shade, but I will. Uh, I was the one Todd Haley fan I think in Pittsburgh. But um, but yeah, Matt Canada and I think what what um, Kyle said, like even if he does put up the, he puts up those numbers, you would need Najee to rush for like two thousand yards. Oh you know? yeah,
2: we we said that before. you yeah, 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 yeah. okay. talked. that exact thing. Okay mm-hmm. Greg yeah because that mm-hmm. that's
0: kind of where my mind uh, mm-hmm. kind of went with it is is we we what Greg said we have to win. That's the most important thing because winning solves everything. But uh, could you guys this is a little just question Please. on my own on my own head. Could you I don't has Tommen ever fired a coordinator mid season? Uh no. I I don't
2: think they've fired one since I started falling mid season since no. I started following the team in '91, Sherman got fired. Was that maybe that was midseason? Was that right after a game? When did Cowher fire Ray Sherman?
3: Was that '98? Was that um, yeah. he didn't fit? It was it wasn't with one game left right. in the season. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. one game
2: left this season. They were out, and Cowher took over. Okay, and that's had the why the so, like remember. ten worst years game of, of, his of his life. Life. Yes, like, Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, like I was thinking. I was like, I don't remember a coordinator ever like
0: no matter how bad they were. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I mean, now maybe they had some responsibilities taken, and we didn't know about it. And it shows up in someone's book a decade later, but that's true. The close, but even then, that's yeah. I read
3: the BA book and, Mm -hmm. you know, while he technically wasn't fired, his contract had run out. He in his mind, he considers he says that, you know, Tomlin said, don't worry, I'm going to get you a raise on the next contract. And then the next call was, hey, I couldn't get you that raise. And in fact, I couldn't get you that contract. And so (laughs) (laughs) BA feels betrayed. And so does BA's wife. They feel betrayed by Tomlin. That's like the Mm -hmm. only time I've heard anyone go on record saying anything negative in in Tomlin in in that kind of light. I can't
2: remember being blamed on Rooney at the time that Rooney was the one that fired him. And that
3: that obviously backs
2: that story kind of backs it up. But also it's not Tomlin's not his agent like in there making this case. I I just miss when we
0: like we had a stretch of OCs that were all like Wesenheim, BA, like all like head coach material, you know? No one's even thinking about hiring Matt Canada to be a coordinator, let alone a head coach of their right. team that like, that day is
2: passed yes that would it would have to be one of those dramatic changes and even then that's yeah
3: yeah mm-hmm. well we, we haven't seen what are you got yet you know it's like <laughs> it's like you know i i just look you know he he's had a mason rudolph type of run so far you know his, yes. his, his, his his rookie year his rookie year in the game quarterback coach for ben who doesn't take quarterback coaches his then his first year as coordinator is ben's last year again ben wants to run it his way doesn't want to run you know look i listened to the ba book again he Ben wants a gun. Ben wants to, you know, no risk it, no biscuit, is B.A. saying. Yes. Um, and so... Canada had all these things stacked against him then he had a rookie with Kenny Pickett so now and the
2: offensive line absolutely yeah. getting the... old at the exact same time there are many reasons but does this go back to the thing the guy said at the beginning of this episode about the past performance proves uh, uh, the future in football okay. more than it is okay. no I mean it's not but that's just it though but the guy can also but things also change I mean it's it's not impossible that Canada figures this out it's not impossible that it improves because it is a collaborative effort and there's a lot of smart guys in there so I mean it's and when you know.
0: when greg was given his original answer he said the first guy on the line is going to be canada and as soon as he said line i was like it's funny you say line because i think <laughs> i think that first pick was strictly for Canada like okay we're gonna get you a stalwart left tackle we bought in a bunch of free agent guards there's no more excuse of the line the line the line now we get to yeah hopefully actually see what his offense is about now that we can get a quarterback on their feet and a running back's not getting hit in the backfield
3: I'll flip it slightly instead of like no more excuses it's we've given you everything you've you've wanted you know it's not like we've given this in spite of your failures instead it's we've given this we're investing this in you because we support. He was your, a big Kenny guy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: got your quarterback, you get your tackle. Let's let's see what you got. You know?
1: This is a product of your journey and your journey's not over the yet. The journey's Woo! not over
0: yet, Matt Canada. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay. oh shoot. I think the uh, I think the band's trying to Oh, the band is trying to. The band. All right. We've got some odds and ends. That was, all right. Good game, everyone. I think oh, that. I mean, uh, oh, we left Greg it all me. out there. Greg oh, no, got no, me. He oh, got no, me by no, one. No, at no. Least. Hey, He
2: was pushing me. It was. It was. We're still at OTIs. We're I'm still stepping in the this ring out. with a vet over oh, here. Oh no, 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 no. Hey, no, you held it up. Your effort, please. You're to we'll, displace me by right, week three. Hey, the
3: hot seats change throughout uh, the summer as the, uh, as this you know. The,
2: as the temperatures change. The temp on the hot seat now, right now,
3: it could switch to Greg anymore. I don't think
2: so. Yeah, exactly. What have you done for me lately?
3: We'll revisit in the future because you know temperatures change. Change. seasons change like the like the great artist said who sang that song I think I that don't was know. was that Hart? no uh, I mean you would know better uh, seasons change okay mm-hmm. let's get to some odds and ends here starting with at Teresa Varley Teresa Varley John Mitchell who retired from the Steelers after 29 years is the winner of the PFWA writers Paul Dr. Z Zimmerman award lifetime achievement as an NFL assistant coach. I didn't know that they had a lifetime achievement for assistant coaches, but if anyone is deserving, it's John Mitchell Hall of Honor this year. Is it time for Mitchell and De- and DeBow? And no, I mean, at some
2: point, it should be for John Mitchell. It, uh, I want to say, was Dr. Z the guy that used to have the column at the end of Sports Illustrated? Yes, I feel like, yes, Okay, I remember reading that. That guy, I remember liking that in many a waiting room. That I'm glad they named an award after him. Yeah,
0: wow, what a throwback right there, Greg. That was, <laughs> I, that you took me just, a second. Yeah, I'm like, that,
2: why do I know I this name? Like, yeah, yeah, that is it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mitchell in the hall, yeah, LeBeau this year. I mean, why not? He, I mean, it, LeBeau didn't they has any to vote
2: be. on it. I mean, I, I have no, I don't, or don't they reveal it in training camp? I don't remember when this comes out.
3: There's a vote on the players, but okay. you know, I think you got to honor these guys while they're while they're still around. I mean, you know, Mitch. Oh, is, Mitch I is, would love that. Mitch yeah. is only 71, but LeBeau is over 80.
0: You know. Yes, and also, I, yeah. I, I was just Yeah, I was just going to ask you how old Dick is now because I remember. Um, when we won the Super Bowl in 2008, mm-hmm. I uh, was at the parade, and we walked by a r- random, empty, just, charter bus, and I'm like, I think that's Dick LeBoson and there. He's just by himself. <laughs> and so we're like, <laughs> kid, we, we're kids, we go up and knock on the thing, he comes in, he's like, we're like Dick He's like yeah he was like can we get a picture he's like sure of course oh. and 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 he like loved it. he's like oh like you know I love chopping up with fans like this so i'm just getting too old like i got i'm too old with all the <laughs> excitement i'm going to hang out on the bus so like i have a picture and that's you know that was wow. already that's how long ago awesome. yeah that was how that's long ago awesome, yeah it's August. a core core kid memory is uh, oh, getting to meet him great. and he was the nicest guy ever but i even remember thinking then like wow he's getting up there so <laughs> We should have, definitely honor him. Why give him his flowers while he's still kicking?
3: Yeah. Plus the yeah the they need to be uh the the stories need to be told and you know it's like I don't want to wait until like the Franco or something you know where it's oh, like yeah. learning, like the learning the those Oliver. stories after the fact fe- you know like mm-hmm. ah shoot I want to celebrate because Mitch has some story you know I'd love to get him on the pivot or on uh right or on this podcast we'll play how yeah, how ha- ha- years is that? that's there you oof. go um how about <laughs> at real John Walker. OHN Walker, the fourth, lots of fringe roster guys make their living on special teams. Their kick coverage can determine whether they work a nine to five or live out their dream. Sad part, sad thing that that part of the game is now being phased out. Kickoffs can now be fair caught, uh, behind the 25, and then you'll get it at the 25. Yeah, right? okay. So, you know, they say it's for player safety. Uh, is it eliminating, you know, the I feel bad for, you know, yeah. roster guys 49 and 50, 51 guys like Marcus Allen or, uh, um, Benny Snell football, you know, are these guys going to lose their jobs because of some rule change like this? It,
2: I mean, I think both are true. I mean, these guys are going to lose their jobs, and they did do it to make this game safer. I mean, it's, I don't think this is an either or kind of thing.
3: I haven't seen any stats or info th- about special team kickoffs causing a, a bigger amount of injuries or anything. Well, I mean, didn't the XFL do something goofy or different? That something not dissimilar to this? Or it,
2: uh, I made it through like a half before I took a nap, <laughs> but it, um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's but they've been trying to get rid of kickoffs forever. I mean, it's at least in the last I think a lot of
0: the injuries are on the front line blocks that you don't even get to see on camera. You know what Mm. I mean? By the time the ball's already kicked by them. um, I think that's where a lot of the injuries are coming, not to the actual like returners or people who are tackling the returners. Uh, makes a lot of sense. The part that makes me sad about it is you think about all the players that are, you know, Hall of Famers now that they talk about they made the team on special teams and then got to play their position like Terrell Davis and uh, Shannon Sharp. And, you know, you get all these players throughout the years that they wouldn't have made the roster and got to even get the field time if they didn't make the team for the uh, 53. So you wonder if they're just going to dummy people out there now and just shorten up, uh, you know, skill players. Because, I mean, if you you know have a wide receiver on the on the end just to put them out there, like... Uh, I'd like to see the percentage of kicks that actually get returned this year.
2: No, oh, yeah, it's got it's got a just crater. I mean, yeah. you would assume,
3: and you know, a game can change on one moment on a special teams play. So mm-hmm. you, you know, you take away that, but I guess the Devin f- Hester, you yeah, you never get right. a player like that. Exactly, yeah. Like- uh, the flip side might be at Sub Burger Beaver Falls Hosiery instead of kicking a high floater a squib kick deep to attempt it down at behind the 25 so could this change just the the strategy of the chi- of the kicking game could you just see now like you know, uh, interesting, more variance on that. You know, it's like we can squib it and get it down to the 25 or, you know, maybe it takes a weird bounce and, you know, it could be a bigger risk there. I
2: mean, sure. You'd love to get that kickoff back at, uh, yeah. I mean, I could see people trying this, but it's hard not to believe that with this change coming here in, what is this may, uh, that are, mo- that most people are just going to try and kick it through the end zone again and then deal with it at the 25. But yeah, if you can get some kind of, like you said, change the game in one moment, kind of squib thing. Sure.
0: Maybe preseason we'll see people try stuff. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind, you know, elevating the kicker. You
3: know, it's like... You don't you don't see enough. Uh, you see the onside you know once maybe every four or five games. I, you know I'd like to see more kicker strategy. On or that even thing.
2: while we're talking about jobs, I mean we mentioned earlier during the game, and then the Steelers have this uh, this one college guy in that might do kickoffs for you know Boswell. Well, maybe that opens up a roster spot for a guy like that who can maybe squib it consistently or kick it into the river. I mean that's maybe this guy gets a job when otherwise he might not. I mean I, I have no idea what's happening here in May, but I mean this is literally just conjecture, but.
3: Well, we got. We might have more roster spots because at a Saunders underscore PGH, Alan Saunders, I feel like I'm alone on this, but I don't care for this move. If teams wanted a third quarterback, they could dress a third quarterback. Now, essentially, 49 out of 53 being able to play... On game days they've changed the rules so that you know mm-hmm. an, uh, you can get a third quarterback without it ca- counting against the active roster is that yep yeah. yeah.
2: Oh I watched a couple minutes of that NFC championship game this guy's alone in that that was ridiculous was I was, I was, yeah
0: you took the words out yes. of my mouth I was going to be like this has to be a direct correlation to that <laughs> right. NFC championship game
3: well why not just prioritize a third quarterback in your in your rosters then and uh, especially if we're not kick if we're going to uh, fair catch all these uh kickoffs now why uh why why do we have to give an extra roster Spots no, again. I
2: don't mind uh, someone getting an extra job. It uh, that's not good. like the salary cap. It's not coming out of my money.
3: Mace has to suit up now. Yes, so
2: that's exactly what that means too. We got to get it. the
3: viscous helmet for. Oh, uh, there
2: you go. Or vicious. We don't know how. I like your idea better, but it, uh, yeah, but it it's gonna
3: mess up his hair. Um, okay, fine. Let's just go with the final thing here at Blitzburg. Blitzburg pool one. T.J. Watt. Zero. I
2: didn't even watch it. I, I stayed away. At, uh...
3: Um sure your accidents will happen, but am I am I the only one to and I know the answer is yes, am I the only one to just see the double standard with Juju was oh the milk crate challenge Juju is the worst teammate, yada yada juju. And then this is like so funny. Oh TJ stumbled into his pool and could have cracked his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I don't know is that it, 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 what, am I am I am I the double standard or no?
2: I mean it, it's I think you're right I think um you know a pool is uh, having worked with them a little bit in my day job uh, uh, it, it dangerous in and of its own right I mean the <laughs> odds of you slipping and falling into a pool are higher than uh, I've never jumped on a milk crate and I don't plan on it but uh, but yeah I could see I, I think you're justified in this one
3: I mean I'm the guy who said hey not too much pickleball uh, TJ you know uh, we don't want to like hurt a knee doing that I'm just like hey, watch, sit down and watch Netflix and chill. Whatever you gotta do, get mm-hmm. the elliptical with Mike Tomlin. You want the
2: rest of your life to jump in <laughs> <at> a pool. <laughs> right,
3: uh, I'm not. I'm not. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I'm not saying I that know. about TJ. I'm just. I, all I can say is the see is the double. Uh, all I can see is the t- the juju haters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the video is a little more innocent when you watch it. It was. It, I thought it like when I heard it, I was like, oh, it's gonna be this big like. It was a mindless little fall, and like you said, there's you know videos of Juju's doing double backflips, catching footballs into pools. Like I think I think TJ will be alright.
3: Although you know, can you can you hear what he's trying to say here? Like,
4: oh. <laughs> I <stopped. laughs> oh, oh man!
2: It sounds like a lot of laughter more than anything else.
3: Is that a, is that a TJ a TikTok or is that a TJ porn spoof? I don't know, but. Uh, Okay, enough caucus. <laughs> That's what we've been talking about. Another fine, fine show. If you made it this far, if you if you didn't get uh, tuned out by by the game show, then uh, I guess you might want to follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. Greg, where can we find you? Uh, at
2: Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, V V in Victor, E-N-T, uh, Instagram. I They still look at Twitter, but I try not to post there.
3: <laughs> ah, Twitter sucks. I'm losing <laughs> followers all the time. <laughs> and Blue Sky will not uh, accept me yet. I feel like the... the uh, What do I feel like? I'm like the uh, the grasshopper begging for food at the Ants. Is that how the grasshopper and the Ants? Uh sure. Okay. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I read. August, started. where can we find you on the social media? Uh
0: easy at Augie D 32, a U G G I E D 32 on Instagram. And I have a podcast as well. If you want to tune in uh, we talk comedy, that's how I know these guys, comedians. I'm sure you guys all know listening, uh, at sense of humor TV on YouTube and Spotify.
3: You want any of these games out here in Vegas
0: or LA? I, I am going to go to both. Yes. Okay. And, uh, I plan on trying to hit one back in Pittsburgh, but I went to the Franco game last year and I think I paid my dues with the weather. So <laughs> I, might, I might just stay out here and oh, on the yes. West coast and, um, and, enjoy the uh, nice weather and hopefully we can get two wins both those games
3: i got my room for vegas so i just don't have a ticket i don't know if uh how that's gonna work but
0: yeah it's gonna be tough too because i guess it's their home opener it's monday night it's vegas it's yeah so i'm definitely gonna be at the rams one hoping to be at the vegas one for sure
3: all right if anyone has a lead on a ticket hit me up someone sorry someone already gave me a lead on uh, on the streams on a, on a streaming site because i'm like i can't pay for the youtube tv <laughs> <laughs> so luckily someone hit me in the dms with the site so hey if anyone got the lead on the vegas tickets hit me up there okay until next week keep listening to your coach
1: be the best selves. that's gonna be required stay in school